presented by the American Beverage Association. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuman Ovalin. It's Monday. And for you today, an early breakdown of President Joe Biden's budget proposal. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Playbook will have plenty more on President Joe Biden's new budget proposal this afternoon and tomorrow, but here are some highlights of the framing from a White House official. First up, the three big things. Quote, the president's budget will reflect three important values, fiscal responsibility, safety and security at home and abroad, and a commitment to building a better America. There's populist deficit reduction. Through a new billionaire minimum income tax and other measures, budget policies will reduce deficits by over $1 trillion over the next decade. You might remember this phrase from the State of the Union address, fund the police. Quote, the budget will help keep our communities safe by putting more cops on the beat for community policing, fighting gun crime, and investing in crime prevention and community violence interventions. There's also funding for the Pentagon. Quote, they'll make one of the largest investments in our national security in U.S. history. But don't forget about inflation. Quote, and they'll make other critical investments to help build a better America, cutting costs for families and advancing the bipartisan unity agenda the president laid out in his State of the Union address. To say this is a dramatic change compared to Biden's agenda last year is uh, quite the understatement. The midterm messaging from the White House may as well have been written by Senator Joe Manchin, an emphasis on taxing only the wealthiest Americans, a new commitment to deficit reduction, lots more money for cops and the military, and chunks of the old Build Back Better agenda repackaged as inflation-fighting policies. By now, you probably heard this line from President Joe Biden's address in Warsaw. For God's sake, this man cannot remain When the president attended Sunday Mass at Georgetown's Holy Trinity Catholic Church, he was asked outside of the church, do you want Putin removed? Were you calling for regime change? Biden's response was simple, quote, no. Every Biden decision on Ukraine has been guided by keeping NATO and Russia from becoming combatants. There's obviously an enormous amount of hostility toward Putin from U.S. policymakers. When Playbook's Ryan Lizzie interviewed Derek Cholet, a senior State Department official last week, Cholet had a mug on his desk that read, quote, fuck you, Putin. Biden has previously called Putin a butcher and a war criminal. But the Biden doctrine, as Cholet told us, was all about, quote, maintaining the escalation dynamic. You don't want to widen the war. That's a fundamental kind of balance point that you're trying, that we're all trying to navigate. Biden's comment created a schism with America's closest allies on the conflict when the entire point of Biden's trip was to show unity. French President Emmanuel Macron, who's part of diplomatic talks to end the war, was especially perturbed, quote, I wouldn't use this type of wording because I continue to hold discussions with President Putin. We want to stop the war that Russia has launched in Ukraine without escalation. That's the objective. The FT has a roundup of criticism of Biden, including this remark from a senior British official, quote, It's good in principle to incentivize good behavior, not encourage worse behavior by suggesting there is nothing left to lose. Biden's ill-advised comment came at an especially bad time since, as the FT's Max said in reports, negotiations are picking up. Quote, Ukraine is ready to declare neutrality, abandon its drive to join NATO, and vow to not develop nuclear weapons if Russia withdraws troops and if Kyiv receives security guarantees, President Vladimir Zelensky said on the eve of a round of peace talks in Turkey. Speaking in Russian, Zelensky told a group of Russian independent journalists on Sunday that Kyiv was prepared to meet Moscow on some of its demands on the condition that the changes were put to a referendum and third parties promised to protect Ukraine. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. 
President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will receive the president's daily brief. At 2.45, Biden will announce his fiscal year 2023 budget with OMB Director Shalonda Young also speaking. Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates, Shalonda Young, Council of Economic Advisors Chair Cecilia Roos, and Jake Sullivan will brief at 3.30. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. to take up the America Competes Act with roll call votes at 5.30. The Judiciary Committee is scheduled to take up Ketanji Brown-Jackson and other judicial nominations at 3 p.m., though the vote will likely be pushed to next week. The House will meet at 2 p.m., with the votes postponed until 6.30. The January 6th Committee will mark up a report recommending criminal contempt of Congress citations for Dan Scavino and Peter Navarro. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter, politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Manavalan. Have a good week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. America's beverage companies are working together to reduce plastic waste in our environment. They're carefully designing their bottles to be 100% recyclable so every bottle can become a new one. Please help America's beverage companies get every bottle back. Learn more at everybottleback.org.